Hello, good people. Jamoke Davis here with another episode of Just for Sport as we continue to break down every division in Major League Baseball leading up to opening day. We've already done the American League East, Central, and West. We've done the National League East, and today we are talking about the National League Central. Hopefully, as this pandemic, or playdemic, as it relates to sports, will allow for most of us to, at some point or another, be in a in a stadium, nice warm day outside, watching baseball, hearing the sound of the bat crack as it hits the ball and goes somewhere into the outfield and the home run, the player can round the base or the rounds the bases. Home team cheering, you're sitting back with your peanuts and a drink, your favorite beverage, hopefully. In some places, we already know it will, but we'll see if it remains, it will happen across Major League Baseball. As we talk about the National League Central, there have been a lot of central changes to the teams. Nolan Arenado is a Cardinal. Will he be enough? The Cubs let Hugh Darvish go. Trevor Bauer is no longer on the Reds. The player who's always been there, you talk about the the Brewers, will Christian Yelich have a bounce back season? I was one table away from Christian Yelich at a wedding. I didn't recognize who he was at first. But it was a baseball player's wedding, to be exact. Haley Mylon's wedding to Justin Bohr. Now she's Haley Mylon Bohr. And he had a, several of his teammates there. That was kind of cool. They seemed like they were having fun at their table. They really did. But the weird thing is, as I was looking at this division, checking out predictions on different sites, doing some of my homework, my own homework as well, the crazy thing is one prediction for the standings had Cardinals winning the division, Brewers in second, Cubs third, Reds fourth, Pirates last. But not one of the teams was over 500. Another prediction had Brewers winning the division, Cubs second, Cardinals third, Reds fourth, Pirates last. So Reds and Pirates are unfortunately kind of in that same position as far as the prediction goes. But Cubs, Cardinals, Brewers, it's up in the air. In my mind, it's not as competitive as as the National League East will be. But it will still be interesting uh, to see what happens, to see who's going to win. Now, last year, the Cubs won the NL Central with a record of 34-26. and And the Cardinals were three games behind them, winning 30 games and losing 28. The team that had the strongest finish was the Cincinnati Reds. And I know it's, you know, I'm kind of, it's one game or two. But in the Central, the Reds were 7-3 and three in their last 10. And when you talk about runs scored... 
They were right in the middle of the pack at 243. The Cubs were at the top at 265. And right behind them were the Milwaukee Brewers, who ended the season 29-31. and 31, But they still made the playoffs. It was a weird playoffs. But four of the teams in the NL Central made the playoffs last year. Can that happen again? And as we start, we'll start with the Pirates. They had a new manager in Derek Shelton. They started the year 4-17. and 17. Ended the season at 19-41. and 41. If that was a 162-game season, that would have been 51 wins and 111 losses. They were last in Major League Baseball in runs scored, on-base percentage, and slugging percentage. And they were 28 out of 30 teams in batting average. Ranked 28. No Josh Bell. No Joe Musgrave. What will this team do? They have, I mean, I hate to say only two bright spots, but there are two players that I think for fans, they will be really excited to see what they can do this year. One is Key Brian Hayes. He's the son of former big leaguer Charlie Hayes. Maybe he will have a breakout season. In the rotation, Mitch Keller, who was going for a no-hitter and unfortunately due to the number of pitches, Derek Shelton pulled him last year. But maybe at the top of that rotation, you will see something special this year. Are there players that you know? Maybe Adam Frazier, Gregory Polanco, two vets on the team that, you know, may find a way to help carry the team a little bit. But, you know... Letting Josh Bell go, or not having Josh Bell in the lineup, is that's going to hurt. The brainstorm um, that the team had in getting uh, general manager Ben Charrington, let's see what he can do. If he can help turn this team around, that'll be interesting. But they are not predicted to get out of the cellar of the National League Central. And I want them to do well. I really do. They're at plus $6,500. You could win $650 if you put down $1 for the Pirates to win the National League Central. You look like a genius. You would look like a genius. But, but, they are probably, what, one year away? Two years away? Three years away? I don't know. 
You trade away Joe Musgrove. So I know for the fans, you're going to miss him. Another star player. I mean, that's what the Pirates do, right? They have a great farm system. They get some really talented young players. And I think for fans of the Pirates, you kind of look at a team like Tampa Bay. That's what you want to be. But the Pirates don't exactly get to that level. And hopefully they can very soon. Hopefully they can very, very soon. Next team we're going to look at is the Cincinnati Reds. They finished the season 31 and 29. They made the playoffs. And the question is, what do they want to do? It seemed like they went all in when they got Trevor Bauer back in 2019. And now they're out again. Are they trying to rebuild? What do they want to do? Now, the cover's not bare. There are still some players in that lineup. Mike Bustakis, Joey Votto. Is Joey Votto on a decline? Is he, you know, does he have anything left in the tank? You look at a player like the player, excuse me, Shogo Akiyama, Nick Castellanos. They are going to have their best years. They're going to have to play above what the expectation is for them in order for the Reds to be in a discussion of winning the National League Central in my mind. Luis Castillo and Sonny Gray, you've got two solid all-star type pitchers. I think you're going too far if they necessarily think of them as Cy Young type pitchers if they, you know, if the team ends around 500 as a 500 record, I don't know. But they also uh, decided not to bring back Archie Bradley. They traded their closer, Rizal Iglesias. Where do they want to go? They signed my guy. Who didn't like Sean Doolittle when he was with the Nats? Well, now he's with the Reds. And Amir Garrett is the closer in the bullpen. But I think that the Cincinnati Reds just have too many what-ifs. Too many what-ifs. I just don't know. I think we're looking at a team in the NL Central, but also as things shake out. If you think about how last year, Milwaukee, Cincinnati, St. Louis, and the Cubs all made the playoffs, I could see this year in the NL East it being Atlanta, Miami, Philly, and the Mets making the playoffs. Or Atlanta, Miami, Philly, and the Nationals making the playoffs. You know, just saying that, 
I could see four teams out of NL East being better than the Cubs teams and the Cardinals teams and the Reds. Brewers, I'm on the fence on. And let's go to the Brewers because they had a good news, bad news year last year. Good news first. They made it to the playoffs for the third consecutive year. That's a flat franchise record. But the bad news is that they did it with a losing record of 29 and 31. They only went 5 and 5 in their last 10 games of the regular season, even losing the last game of the season. And they, along with the 2020 Astros, are the only teams in Major League Baseball history to make it to the playoffs with a losing record. So the likelihood in a 162-game season of the Brewers having a losing record and still making the playoffs is pretty, pretty, pretty bad. Although I know, yeah, yeah okay. That is one of my favorite shows, Curb Your Enthusiasm. He's normally saying, pretty good, pretty, pretty, pretty good. The Brewers will go as Christian Yelich goes. The 2000 National League MVP is going to have to have a big MVP-like season in order for the Brewers to make noise this year. He's got to bounce back. And unfortunately, if you look at this team, did they do anything that really made you think that, you know, the all, you're scared of this offense? I don't know if a pitcher will be scared of this offense. Colton Wong leading off, Lorenzo Kane. He opted out of 2020 after playing only five games. What are we going to get out of him? He's on the older side of a player. Can he come back and be a dominant force at the plate? Christian Yelich is batting third. But Keston Hira at first base. Jackie Bradley Jr., Can they have the type of season, almost like a magical season? They're going to have to really step it up in order for them to, in my opinion, be able to make pitchers fear this lineup. They'll just pitch around Christian Yelich and make everybody else beat him. And I don't know if they can do that. The team does have a decent maybe better than average starting rotation with Brandon Woodruff and Corbin Burns. If they can get the most out of Josh Lindblom and Adrian Hauser, Freddie Peralta, if you can keep the runs down and get them to the sixth, seventh inning and get to the bullpen, Devin Williams has lights out stuff. Justin Topa can shut down lineups to get to Josh Hader, the closer. Maybe they got a shot. The manager, Craig Council, 
really gets the most out of his guys. And this is a year he's going to have to get the most out of this team in order for them to get to the National League Central division title. I didn't even mention this. The Reds are at plus 330 on DraftKings. The Brewers are at plus 300 on DraftKings to win the National League Central. I don't know. But I am a big fan of the team. And probably in some ways a fan of the Brewers because of Christian Yelich. That was really cool. I wasn't a fanboy or anything, but I don't know. I, we were standing there watching. If I remember correctly, it was a winter wedding. I believe it was a winter wedding. And, or we were watching the college football national championship game at a bar before while the bride and groom were taking their pictures and we were waiting for the dinner to start. And I actually was in the middle of a Wizards game, I believe. Um, or the Wizards were playing that night, excuse me. And uh, we were just watching the game. And then one of my friends who was there as well tapped me and said, hey, you know, that's Christian Yelich over there. I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Another team that's pretty cool and it holds a place in my heart. I remember living in Chicago and driving or driving down Lakeshore Drive and seeing the rare night lights of Wrigley Field. Sometimes I take the L. I love taking the L when I actually went to a day game. Sometimes just to go to work. On a nice summer day, I take the L, get off right by Wrigley Field, and walk to work at WGN. I even, as, as much as I like to tell this story, one time working for WGN Sports, I don't even remember how, how I ended up being the person with the radar gun, but they needed someone to work the radar gun for the game. It was, gosh, I don't remember the year. I don't remember the pitcher, but a pitcher was coming back. Maybe it's Carrie Wood. It seems so long ago. First game back, and I was sitting about three rows behind home plate, maybe. Maybe it's more like eight rows. I don't want to embellish it, but it was close. Close enough that I needed to be so that the radar gun could pick up the speed of the pitches. And there was a row of about 12 scouts. A Pittsburgh Pirate scout actually was sitting right next to me. And after every pitch, they'd all look at me. I'd yell out what the pitch count, what the, the speed of the pitch was, and I'd relay it to the um, truck. It was fun. It was a really cool experience. But I digress. The Chicago Cubs at plus 425 to win the National League Central, Central even despite the fact that they won the National League Central last year with a record of 34 and 26. How is that possible? How is that possible? The team that won it last year gets no respect to win it the next year. Well, sometimes that's how it happens. Sometimes that's how it happens. So then I said, you know, and obviously I'll get into some of the other numbers 
and the moves that they made, but also looked at, okay, what was their record in 2019? Well, it was 84 and 78, third place. They did not make the playoffs in 2019. So it's not like they have, you know, a track record, although of late they are the last team in the National League Central to win the World Series. I believe. Oh my gosh. Well, I can't believe I'm saying that, but that I don't remember that, but I believe they are. But the Chicago Cubs have to figure out their identity. What do they want to do? Do they want to go after the World Series or do they want to rebuild? They traded you Darvish. That was a big move. But they, in many ways, trying to continue that well, newly acquired World Series title to try to stay in the race. Theo Epstein is out. Jed Hoyer is now the GM. Joe Ross is a manager. But if you look at their lineup, I mean, if you have Chris Bryant, Anthony Rizzo, Javier Baez, Wilson Contreras, and Jock Peterson, and Jason Hayward, I like the Jock Peterson signing. Jason Hayward's a little on the older side. And I didn't even say the guy who had the breakout year, Ian Happ. He's leading off. They let Kyle Schwarber go. But the key is, what is this team going to do? Now, when you think about Brian Rizzo and Baez, they're all in contract years. So especially if you're playing fantasy baseball, this is the time to draft those players. They will try to have the best seasons they can have to get that next big contract. As any player technically will be doing, but this Chicago Cubs team will go as Chris Bryant, Anthony Rizzo, and Javier Baez go. On the mound, they've got Kyle Hendricks, who's a very dominant pitcher when he's got it going. They still have Jake Arrieta. They're going to need a big year from him. They have Craig Kimbrell closing. I don't know what you're going to get from Craig Kimbrell, but at least name alone you've got a quality closer. So at plus 425, I actually like that. That's good value at plus 425. If, and I guess you could say that about any team, but the fact that, you know, the Cardinals, Brewers, Cubs and Reds are kind of bunched up as who could win the division as far as the the odds. I like this lineup and the pitching staff for the Chicago Cubs. But in the end, the team to beat this year at plus 105 is the St. Louis Cardinals. They finished the season last year with a record of 30 and 28. They made the playoffs. And the crazy thing is, just like the Marlins, this team also was hit hard by COVID. 
a crazy story I read. The team rented rental cars, not just one, two, three, 41 rental cars so each player could travel individually to and from their games as a way to save the season. That is crazy. That's crazy. But the other thing that's crazy that as you watched last season, three players played very well in the playoffs that were not on the Cardinals last season, but could have been if the Cardinals wanted to keep them. One is Randy Rosarena, who played great for the Rays, Luke Voigt, and Marcelo Zuna. They led the AL and NL respectively in homers. And you saw it. It was evident in the playoffs. They are quality, quality batters. And they all used to be Cardinals. Maybe they gave away too much great talent. And they, in my mind, I wonder if they were thinking that in the offseason. They said, wait, 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 we got to get something back. We gave away too much. And if we want to make the playoffs again, we kind of need to make a splash. And to make that splash, they get Nolan Arenado for practically nothing. For practically nothing. They didn't have to give away any any top prospects. Nolan kind of wanted to go. And now let's see what the Cardinals can do. They're the favorites to win the National League Central. They have Paul Goldschmidt. He's going to have to be solid gold. Nolan Arenado batting third. Paul DeYoung. He's going to have to play up. One of the best young shortstops in the game. Paul DeYoung. Dylan Carlson. If he can take his game to the next level. You still have Matt Carpenter. Man. He's been around a long time. Not sure about their rotation. They still have Adam Wainwright as a staple. He's been there a long time. Their bullpen is deep in balance with Jordan Hicks as a closer. Daniel Ponce de Leon, Tyler Webb, Genesis Cabrera, Giovanni Gallegos, Andrew Miller, Ryan Helsley, and Alex Reyes. That may be what holds this team together is their bullpen. Their rotation of Jack Flaherty, Miles Mikolas, Quan Hyung Kim, and Carlos Martinez to go with Adam Wainwright. They have a strong rotation, and I think in the end, They are still the favorites to win based on DraftKings, but even in my mind, especially after they got Nolan Arenado. But I like.
like the Cubs. I like the Cubs. They are a really good sleeper at plus 425. I think you should look at them. Especially if they come out of the gate strong and start winning. I think that will be the determination if they are going to keep going with the rebuild or they're going to stay the course and see what they do in this playoff run or more in the regular season trying to get to the playoffs. That's what I see. And I think that for a division that, as I mentioned at the top, the prediction, if you go to MLB.com, right, Brewers, 89 and 73, 55% odds to win the division. The Cubs are right behind them at 85 and 77, a 29%. The Cardinals at 81 and 81 have a 9% chance to win the division. But as I mentioned before, looking at another prediction, it had the Cardinals winning at a record of 79 and 83, though. I just think you're going to see some shifts there, and a lot of it will depend on what happens at the start of the season. The team that has a strong start to the season may hold off from considering, okay, do we call it? Because I feel like MLB teams, they do that quickly. Ah, this isn't our year. Let's start trading some of our pitchers, I mean our players, excuse me, get some assets back, beef up the farm system. It's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. I'm looking forward to it. All right, that's the end of the pod, Just for Sport. Thank you very much to everyone that listened. Uh, Please share and leave a review. Tell other people about it. So maybe we can get them to subscribe. Hopefully you learned something today. You're going to make a more informed decision as who you will pick to win the division when you go to DraftKings or BetMGM or whatever you use to bet. And obviously you can go to propsnetwork.com to see more as well thanks for listening everybody next up and the last division we will talk about is the National League West on Monday have a good weekend ciao for now